and King. Amen. Amen. Father, even now, I ask that you would just move in the midst of your people. Empower me with power to preach again. Lord, just you know what is needed. Speak. Bring back into my remembrance everything that needs to be said. Father, you have a word for us. So speak to us. Speak life into our spirit that our spirits will jump as we hear your word. Even now, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. If Jesus is king, where is this kingdom? Just think about that. Don't answer. If Jesus is Lord, what does he reign over? If I told some of you that, that he is Lord and king over the universe, over the heavens and earth, some of y'all would beg the difference because you watched the news last week. And if you watch the news, it seems like that Jesus is not reigning. Perhaps Satan is, is reigning. And if your eyes are not open, you will miss the kingdom of God that is right here, right now. Even in the midst of the situation, Jesus is king. He is king. The, 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 the problem is, is that we ought to be seeing things on two levels. One is the natural world, but if you are a Christian, you ought to be seeing and experiencing things from a spiritual realm. And you ought to not just be seeing it, you ought to be experiencing the power of God in your everyday life. You see, you see, see, if we're just waiting to go to heaven and not experiencing the reality of our Lord and our Savior right now, if we're not living on the seat of expectation in the midst of all the craziness. Let me, let me help you, help me see if I can explain. You see, could he stop everything? He could stop everything, but he is allowing those that are evil to do their evil thing. And watch this, it can keep you in the midst of the craziness. Listen, listen, listen. The power of God shows up that though you are in the storm, the storm don't move you. The power of God is that he will make yourself show up in your life in such a way folks want what you got. Because while they're pulling out their hair, you're still praising God. I hate to tell you, but I got to tell you the truth. Things are going to get worse. But the opportunity of your faith shining, of your testimony shining. Listen, listen, listen. Faith isn't real till faith is tested. Is there anybody in the house whose faith been tested? God and took you through some stuff. But, but, but when you came out and God showed up, you had a testimony. When you came out, now you know God is real. 
When you came out, you, you, you turn around and say, didn't he do it? Didn't he do it? See, some of you, some of you, some of you, before you went through, you doubted. But when you came out, now you know. Is there anybody in the house that knows that they know? My, my brothers and sisters, I, I'm talking to you that know the Lord, whether you you 12 to 80, 82. You got to know this thing so down in you that when the devil's throwing everything at you, you know that your Jesus is still in control and that he's going to get you through whatever the world throws at you because when he stands up, the devil got to sit down. Our faith is going to be tested and it's tested at the fact, do you believe what we sing about? Do you believe what we say amen to on Sunday? Do you believe your own testimony? <laughs> Is it just a whole lot of words? Or have you placed it in your heart that when things come up that's going to push you, you're going to plant your feet and say, I know in whom I believe. When our text tells us that, that the kingdom is established, it is talking about that Jesus took back from Satan. Once he was resurrected in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, you hear him by the Sea of Galilee in front of the disciples, and he says, all power and authority has been given to me. And what he's saying is, I already had it. But I allow Adam to have authority as a man on earth. Adam gave it to the devil. So I came down as the second Adam. I took on sin. I took on death. I took on the grave. I got up and took the keys from Satan. So now, if you are in me, Satan has no dominion over you no more. Now, I didn't say he wasn't going to try you. I didn't say that you won't. Matter of fact, let me guarantee you something. If you, <laughs> please don't. I got to tell you the truth. Y'all don't want me to lie to you. If you are a Christian and you're trying to grow, I can guarantee you that the devil is going to try to stop you. I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if, if, if this, I didn't send over the picture quick enough, so I don't know if you got it, but I got this picture on my phone that somebody sent me. Matter of fact, my son sent me it. And when I saw it, it was an amazing picture because it's a picture of a bald eagle. Now, the bald eagle is, is he, he, he's, he's standing in a puddle of water, and in the water, he is looking at his own. There you go. Reflection. He is amazed by his own reflection. Now, let, me, let me show you how bad these things are. 
I saw not two weeks ago that they was teaching eagles, golden eagles and, 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 and bald eagles to catch those helicopters, those uh, drones, or was catch snatching them out of the air. And the lady in the newspaper said, yeah, but what about the propeller? It said, it's tallest, it's so strong, it doesn't bother them. And when those drones are in the area where they shouldn't be, they will send them out to catch it and bring it down. And though the propellers are going, when it hits the towers, the towers are strong enough and is not damaged or hurt by the propellers. Now, what's this? What's this? What's this? King of the birds. The caption that you can't read says this. says, nothing can stop you but you. Turn, turn to your neighbor. Look at them. Because if they're a Christian, they're an eagle. And say, can't nothing or no one stop you but you. Uh, hold on. Some of y'all didn't receive that. So, matter of fact, some of y'all didn't say that. Matter of fact, t- make sure they hear it. They, they turn, turn, say, 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 can't nothing stop you from reaching your purpose and your destiny, but you. Now, hold on, say it to yourself now. Can't nothing stop me from reaching my purpose and destiny, but me. Hallelujah. Now, hold on. I'm not saying you won't be tested, but it is how you react to the testing. When you know who you are, Jesus is king, and which means he reigns. But wait a minute, allow me to translate that to you. Because you are in Christ Jesus, you are now kingly children. First Peter chapter two, verse nine says this. You are a holy nation. You are a royal priesthood. But wait a minute. Royal don't go with priesthood. Royal goes with royalty. There's two different statements in one. It is showing the fact that Jesus was king and high priest. He's of the bloodline of David. David was king. So he was the earthly king over Jerusalem, whether they wanted him to be that or not. He had right to the kingdomship, to the, to the, to the kingdom. But also, he came as a order under Melchizedek as the high priest. And a priest stands and makes intercession for the people to God. Jesus fulfilled both those roles. But wait a minute. If you are a Christian and you are in Christ, that means that you're God's child. So you are a kingly priest because now you can stand the gap and pray for somebody else. But wait a minute. Let's not deal with the priest. Let's deal with you are kingly. That means then that 
You are royalty. That means that you are a child of the king. Did you know children got privilege? There was the first time that a lot of talk about when John F. Kennedy became president because they was taking pictures in the White House and in the Oval Office. Listen, the most powerful man in the United States, the most powerful man on earth, and in this seat, in his, sitting in this seat of power, his boy is up under his desk doing whatever he's doing. <laughs> Y'all don't hear me. The reason why there was such a commotion, because this is the first time before his, his presence was state leader, the president's office, you didn't see this, but, but he had small kids. And he said, since I'm their daddy, they have access wherever I got access. Matter of fact, the Obama did the same thing. Family. Look, watch this, watch this. Listen, his baby girl done climbed up on his lap. Did you know that you can climb up on your father's lap? Did you know we're not big children, we little children. And God has given us access, not based on how good we are, not based on how obedient we are. We are covered by the blood. We are his. And he has an unconditional love for us. Jesus, in Matthew 28, 17, he is declaring his kingdomship over everyone and everything. That means then, watch this, that you and I have the right to access all that is our fathers simply because we are in Christ Jesus. Then let me ask, why are some of you running from God instead of to him? Why is it that the devil has deceived some of us and we, and, we, and we won't come to him when we know we need him? You see, you can't clean yourself up. It's the power and the grace of God that cleans you up. Listen, just like a... I was in a counseling session and I kept on referring to God as a father and I saw the person's kind of, and it had it, been, been a number of times. So I have learned to ask, how was your relationship with your father? Because we have a tendency as human beings to transfer the attributes of our earthly father to our heavenly father. And depending on the answer that they give me, sometimes I got to give God a different picture. 
Because many times, if our fathers did not portray the picture of, of God correctly, we don't see God right. Listen, you could be a Christian and you still got the wrong picture of God. You see God as, 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 as mad at you. You see God ready to strike you down. My, my nephew helped me with this years ago. My, 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 my nephew grew up with, with, with my parents at a certain time, I, and I, I, I would have him with me. He did something wrong. I don't remember what it was, but I remember I started to whip him. I think I only got one whip, and what he did was not run from me. He said, Tracy, and he ran to me, and he grabbed me. Needless to say, I didn't whoop him no more. But whatever he did, I forgot it because he ran to me and grabbed me. It, it took away whatever he had done. Don't you know that when God has pressure, he's not trying to get you to run. He's trying to get you to run to him. And as soon as you run to him, the pressure leaves. I mean, all God's trying to do is get us close, get us to listen to him, get us to come to him. Just like my nephew ran to me, you ought to run to God. I don't know about you. I'm running to my Lord, to my Savior, because in him is our strength and our help. Listen. The steps, Psalms. 37, 23. Listen, he says, the steps of a good man are ordered, they are directed, they are established. But you know what God is saying? I know you don't see it, but when you're trying to trust me, I am directing your steps. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Can, can I go a little bit deeper than that? Listen, the good, the bad, the ugly, see, see, some of us, we give the devil too much credit. I'm not saying he ain't trying to do stuff, but what I'm saying is that in spite of what he does, if you are trying to follow God, God will even use the negative to bless you. God will use your enemies and what they try to do to bless you. God would, take the, the, God would take the bastard to get you in position to get taken up to the next level. Somebody need to talk to Joseph. Joseph looked at his brother and said, oh, y'all did wrong. Oh, 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 what y'all did was wrong. But though you meant it for evil, God turned it around. And God blessed me through my troubles. Is there anybody in the house that God has blessed you through your troubles, that you would not be where you are if it had not been for your trouble. Your troubles broke some things and it made some things, and you got a testimony because of what you've been through. That's what God is saying. God is saying, I am so orchestrating things in your life that if you trust me, even when you make a bad step, I will make your, I will turn your bad step around to be good. 
You know what? God is judging not your steps, your heart. Hold on. See, if I'm trying to step in the steps, but I'm learning how to listen to him, and I miss the step, God accounts that step as right because my heart is trying to be right with him. So even if I misstep, God will correct your misstep. Oh, yes, he will. Listen, if a GPS can recalculate, you miss the turn, and it go calculate it. And then it will show you another way to get to your destination. Don't tell me, God, can't outcompute a computer and still get you to your destination. Oh, yes, he will. Matter of fact, he already done it. Because none of us took all the right steps. But look where you're at. Look where God has done. He kept you. Look what he says. He goes on to say, when he delights in his way, he said, God busy himself. God busy himself. You know what God said? God said, I am busy orchestrating everything in your life. The older I get, the more I see it. You got to understand what I'm talking about. You got to understand. I have read that. I have, I have, I have believed that. But now I'm at the place I'm seeing it. It's actually being displayed right before my eyes. And most times I'm saying, you are awesome, God. You, oh, you are awesome, God. For me, Lord, you did that. Lord, you kept me out of that trouble, Lord. I, I, even when trouble hits, I, I'm at the place where I'm saying, Lord, you must be up to something. Because if you wasn't up to something, you would not allow me to go through this. So I, I got an expectation that when you threw testing my faith, that you got a blessing in store for me. So I'm going to wait right here. I'm going to bless you ahead of time because I believe you up to something. Based on what I know about you, you're about ready to do something. And then it takes for me to cry right now. I'm going to be shouting later. Is there anybody got an expectation on the team? Your faith. Repeat after me. Your faith will be tested in the fire. But stay where you're supposed to be. Your faith will be tested in the fire. But keep on praising him. Your faith will be tested. But hold on. He's up to something. I says, though he fall, huh? I thought you said he was a righteous man. I thought you said he was a good man. Listen, your righteousness and your goodness is not based that you dot every I and cross every T. And 
if that was the measurement of our righteousness, our goodness, none of us would be counted as righteous. My question to you is, do you know Jesus? My question to you is, have you placed your faith in him? My question is that when the Holy Spirit shows us we need to correct something, are you trying to correct it? See, what he want to know is, do I got your heart? Then if he got your heart, he counts you as good and righteous because now he can direct you and correct you. Listen, when you fall, he don't say, he don't say, he don't say, if you fall. He says, when or though you fall. Now watch this. He says, though you fall, he said, I will catch you. Listen, you will not be utterly cast out. You know what that's saying? There, there, there's lions down there. There's, there's hideous things down there. He said, but before you hit the ground, I got you. I got you. Yeah, 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 you messed up, but I got you. Have you ever been caught by God before? I mean, if you would have hit the ground, it would have been ugly. But he caught you. I'm so glad that there's some things that's just between us and God. Oh, uh, y'all, y'all, come on now. Come on now. Don't look at me like that. I'm so glad. God don't broadcast all our mess. I, I'm so glad that there's something that if anybody find out you told them, I'm so glad that God that cleaned some things up and he doesn't say, I don't even remember what you told. Hebrews 4, 14 and 16. Inasmuch then as we have a great high priest who has already ascended and passed through the heaven. I mean, he has already made the way for us. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, our profession. Listen. God just don't say something to say it. The reason he says hold fast and the emphasis is hold on with everything you got. Uh, Somebody don't hear me. Listen, because if you hold it loosely, the devil going to take it from you. Everything that you trust in God for, every promise you're leaning on, the devil is going to try to take it away. Choir, you best be careful the songs you sing. Because if you sang in it, and it's the word of God, and you believe in it, the devil's going to say, let me see if she means it. Me see if he means what they say. Yeah, y'all, 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 y'all best be careful what you hear. Because, because if you're trying to stand on some truth, I, I'm, I'm telling you that that truth got to be tested 
in order for you to stand in the truth. But I'm telling you, once you stand, once you stand in spite of the fire, in spite of the flood, won't God bring you through like Peter goes? What I'm saying is that, watch this. I don't have to confess and profess unless I'm making a bold stand and it's being tested. Matter of fact, I believe there's some things you got to confess means I already got it. Profess, I don't have it yet. Let me explain. Don't you know that life will steal your peace? Yes, it will. But wait a minute. The Bible tells us that his peace was given to us at salvation because it's in the spirit and God is the God of peace. Which means then that no situation has the right to steal my peace. Our peace is not based on circumstances. It's based on that I know that Jesus is King and Lord over every circumstance. Oh, y'all need to hear me. See, because there's some folks in here stressed out. There are some folks in here, you're about ready to lose your mind. You know, folks are losing their mind and going killing folks. You know, you know what it is? That they don't have the peace of God. And things are getting so wild that if you don't know Jesus, you might be. It's not, it's not just grown folks stressed out. We got kids that are stressed out. Things are so crazy that, 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 listen, you shouldn't be looking at news 24-7. Why are you going to put all that negative stuff that you can't do nothing about? I, I need some word in me. I need some word that lets me know that God ain't wringing his hands. God is is on the throne. He's still in control. And when God says stop, it's going to stop. He got his hands on his children. God know how to find you. Matter of fact, he never lost you. He's right where you are. But watch this, watch this. But when peace does get shaken, you know what you ought to do? Lord, I thank you for your peace. Lord, hallelujah for your blood. Don't have it yet. Yeah, but, but you know what you're doing? You're speaking it. Some of us need to change our talk. Good morning. What's so good about it? If I didn't have bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. I've heard Christians say, I'm cursed. Wait a minute. That, that doesn't even go with who you say you are. Bad talk. We're playing tapes of what somebody planted in us. Why are you going to profess the negative when we got a whole Bible full of the positive of who we are in Christ Jesus? Remember the eagle? 
looking at himself. I think he's saying, I'm pretty good looking. I think, I, I, I think that, if, that if we were to show it some more, I think he spreads his wings and says, Ooh. Look at him. He look like he's smiling. He said, I know who I am. I'm a bad shut your mouth. Look at him. I'm not making it up. Look at him. Because he knows who he is. I'm not, not ego, but a holy confidence. Because you believe in God to do what he said he's going to do. Listen, our scripture says that Jesus was tested at every point. That is important. You know, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life, all sins come from those three areas. It says that Jesus was tested. If everybody on this side went up against that wall and tried to push it down, yeah, there's pressure, but that wall won't move. <laughs> you know why it wouldn't move? Because it's stronger than all the pressure we could generate. Christ says that the devil threw his best at me. But I'm so beyond what the devil could do that he couldn't move me. He laughed at the devil and said, you don't know who I am, do you? <laughs> you must got things mistaken. I made you. But what that does say to me which is a blessing that when we come to him, he understands how weak we are. That verse that talks about that he's our high priest is saying he makes intercession for us, which means that when I run to him in, in, in Hebrews chapter 4, 17, it means that when I come to his throne, I don't have to come scared. But it says I need to come confidently, boldly. It's, 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 it's the president's daughter sitting on his lap. It's the president's son up under the table. Walked in my office years ago, Britt and some of his friends was in there, and Britt was sitting in my chair. You know, when I walked in, he didn't get up. <laughs> you know, you know if, if someone happened to be in my chair that's not my son, when I come in, they get up. <laughs> Why? Because that's my chair. Yeah. My son sat there, and I went and took another chair. <laughs> I want him, you don't know what the future may hold. So I was letting him try it out. <laughs> don't, I don't know what God has in store. But listen, that's my son. So when I came in, it wasn't, oh, it's Pastor Venice. You know what it was? That's that. So he continued to do what he was doing when I came in. Because to him, 
that's there. How comfortable are you to go in your father's room? I mean, the throne room. Hold on. Where he's sitting on the throne in all his power, the scripture says, come boldly unto him. I mean, listen, listen, listen. Don't be ashamed. You're his child. No matter what you have done, you come right. My nephew did not run from me. He called my name and ran to me. My heart melted. And I said, I can't whip him. Someone that's going to run to me like that? That's all I want is run to me. That's all our father wants is for his children to run to him. No matter what it is, no matter what you have done, no matter what the problem is, run to your father. He will see about you. He cares for you. He understands you. He will help you. God gave me a picture. He gave me a picture. The picture I had was, was, was you and I, not big children, little children. Even if you're 80 years old, 90 years old, you're still a child. Matter of fact, I believe the older you get, the more at some point you start getting younger. You can't tell me that age won't make you more dependent. Mom is dealing with Alzheimer's. I'm going over in the morning, getting her pills out, fixing her oat milk, come in the evening and, and make sure she got dinner and send her, her pills out, giving her her insulin shot. This particular evening, we're at the table and, and I'm fixing her food. I'm getting her pills out, getting her shot ready to give her her insulin shot, taking her blood sugar, make sure everything's okay. And I took a double look because there's tears lapping up under my mom's chin. Gotta understand, my mom, I don't know her to cry. Uh, I remember her crying one time, and that's etched in my mind that, that when we were kids, we were, me and my brother was playing in the living room. My sister was a baby, but, but my mom had surgery on her, on her foot, and she had a cast all the way up her leg, and she's on crutches. And she's still trying to cook and clean and take care. And I remember she come in the living room. My dad was in there. And, and I remember her saying, I need help. And I remember the tears. And, and as a kid, I looked up at her. I didn't understand. Then she said, oh, never mind. So immediately when I saw these tears lapping up under her chin, I said, Mom, what's wrong? She said, oh, nothing. No, Mom, what, what's wrong? I know her brother had recently died. I said, is it Uncle Ed? She said, she shook her head, no. I said, what is it? She said, it's hard, Tracy. Oh. I really didn't understand. I said, what's hard? She said, this is hard. I 
said, what's hard? She said, I can't do what I used to be able to do. I can no longer take care of myself. I imagine in her mind saying, I can't do my pills, I can't do my shots, I can't cook for I'm sitting here and my son You can't tell me that getting old don't take faith. You can't tell me that, that when, when, when you no longer can do physically what you used to be able to do, that it don't take faith to press on and to accept that you can't. Listen, we are little children. And there are going to be times in your life you best know how to climb up on your father's lap. I love the fact that when I need him, no matter what time it is, no matter where it is, I can go to my father and climb up and hug him, and he hugs me. See, I love the fact that in the midnight hour, he will rock you to sleep. I want you to know that you're never too big to not need God. We can do nothing, absolutely nothing without him. And the more you realize that, the more grace he will give you. I want you to know that he will take care of you. He will watch after you. He'll step in and meet you right where you are. There's grace, there's mercy, there's strength. Don't tell me what you can't do because you plus Jesus can't go through the storm. There's something about Jesus that makes everything okay. Won't he keep you through the fire? Won't he keep you through the flood? Won't he show up right on time? Is there anybody in the house that can testify? He kept me. Never would have made it. Never could have made it. If it had not been for the Lord on my side. He's my father. He's my way maker. The name is Abba. Abba is not of a grown child. Abba is what a small child called their father. He's my Abba. He's the one I run to. Is he the one you run to? He will meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. Oh, he's good. Right now, he's good. Hallelujah. Listen, the blood all by itself give you access. Not how good we are, but the blood. You know what I'm doing? I'm checking for the blood. The blood. Do you got the blood? Do you got the blood of Jesus? You got the blood of Jesus. You got the blood of Jesus. You got the blood of Jesus. That's your neighbor. You got the blood of Jesus. Because the blood of Jesus gets you in. Did y'all hear that? Nothing else gets you in. The blood of Jesus gets you in. And 
Now, once you're in, you're in. Run to your father. Everything he has is yours. Everything you need, he has. And if he has it, he'll give it to you. He's not like an earthly father. He's a heavenly father. An earthly father can be good, but none of them is good as my heavenly father. He will meet you. He will carry you. He will walk with you. He will carry you. know what? I stand amazed of how much he loves us. I keep on saying this, but I'm going to say it again. Some of y'all won't get this, but some of y'all are going to get this. God will bless your socks off with your shoes on. Oh, somebody, somebody, somebody gets that. See, how can I say this? You don't know what I'm talking about until he does it, until you see it. Now, somebody sit out there and say, what? Say what? Well, it hasn't happened to you yet. But I want to hear from some folks where God done bless your socks off with your shoes on. And you're not ashamed to shout about it. I want to hear a hallelujah if God done bless your socks off with your shoes on. Keep holding on. We can run amok in the throne room and nobody's going to put us out. <laughs> Angel said, look at them. They tearing up stuff. Another angel said, you better leave them alone. Why? They're his children. They're God's child. They got access to their father. Don't say nothing to them. That's their father's truth. Can that be said about you? Is that true about you? Do you recognize that is your position in Jesus? And there's nothing the devil can do about it. That's why even going through, you ought to have a boldly confidence when my faith is tested. He's going to come see about me. <laughs> I know he's going to deliver me. I know. I know. Do you know him for yourself? Because I, I'm here to say he is just that good. 
in the midst of life's difficulties. He is just that good. I got ministers here that want to pray with you. Perhaps you're not sure where you stand with the Lord Jesus. Perhaps you're struggling and you just need somebody to agree in prayer with you. I got ministers here that, that want to pray with you, that want to talk with you, that want to share with you because we don't want you to miss out on what God has for you. He's trying to get you to the place of your purpose and your destiny. But you got to know Jesus for yourself. Got to come and say, Lord, I need you. Here I am. I need somebody to pray for me. We will pray for you. We will share with you the love of Christ. If you're here, don't be ashamed because we all need Jesus.